Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Opposite Attractions. It's a show about theme park design that is technically possible. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by bad fans. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for the Tin Top Theme Park Champion of the World and feel the power. It's Jim Murphy. Yes, it is. I think you already did that one. Nah, we lost the audio for that episode. I remembered. I was saving it because it's such a glor- It is a new day, Jim. It's a glorious day because it's the last fucking day I have to live in sitcot. Last time, I've got to make shitty rides about dumb sitcoms for the rest of my life. I'm so happy, Jimothy. Uh, I just realized that none of my attractions destroy sitcoms, so I had to make a note for one of them. I have a couple of different ideas. No, no, no. You don't have to destroy it, because I've got a sledgehammer, and I'm going to rip that bitch down piece by piece, bit by bit. I'm going to single-handedly be the one to bring an end to it. I am the- I'm injecting a lethal dose of poison into sitcot, and it's in the form of the NWO. But Jim, but, uh, Niles, um, the yeah. Niles World Order, yes, yeah. But Jim, with uh, with a good thing leaving, a bad thing is leaving as well. Because with the end of the season, also mean, it means the end of the goof of this season, which is why there's no more after this episode. There's going to be no more opposite attractions theater, no more reenactments. And you know what, Jim? Everyone online's came to me and they've said the same thing, which is, "You done haunted mansion. You've done spaceship Earth." Fucking Jungle Cruise was just impossible. We tried, and it was impossible to do. What? What's left? And to them, I say, ladies and gentlemen, only the greatest rides in existence are left. Only this one great piece. I want everyone at home, congregation, close your eyes with me for this, the last episode of Op At Theater. And feel the breeze in your air. Feel the bump in your butt as, as it shakes up and down, and you hear... Windboarding, please move across your car to make room for everyone. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. This monorail offers express service to the Magic Kingdom. If you're traveling to Epcot, Disney's Contemporary, Polynesian, or Grand Floridian Resorts, please exit at this time. Separate monorails from this station service those locations. For assistance, please ask a monorail host or hostess. As you board, please continue moving across your car to make room for everyone. Please offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. The monorail will depart momentarily for the Magic Kingdom. Thank you. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantenga Alejandro de la Puertas. And now the, now the butt bouncing happens and you might die. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express monorail, your highway in the sky to the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. They say that a fucking lie. Oh, no, real. Sorry, door fell off. Door fell off. <laughs> for the comfort of go others, back. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. The gentleman with the purple hair, no vaping as well. Thank you. We are now circling the Disney-created Seven Seas Lagoon. We're now entering Disney's Contemporary Resort. I, 
It is I'd a like guarantee that out. none of it is a guarantee that none of you can afford to stay here. Um, I, I find it hilarious. I think I've said this online before. The 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 contemporary you pass by the contemporary, the Polynesian, and the contemporary, and they have to say Disney's in front of all three of them as if yeah. you would be confused. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the six themed lands of the Magic Kingdom. Smoking is not permitted in the Magic Kingdom. Fuck! Please consult your guide map or ask a cast member for locations. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the door is open. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Magic Kingdom monorail station. And now, everyone at home, keep those eyes closed. Imagine a thousand strollers running into your ankles with the force of fucking Hercules. Like, enough to take you down. Yeah, okay. I, I, I have not been almost taken out, but my wife has almost been taken out. Before. Yeah. Okay, I. you know what, Jim? I'm hearing it in your voice. Maybe the monorail isn't the right one to go out on. So I have sent you another one. And Jim, let me tell you, I think this is the one. If you want to talk about excitement, uh, spaceship Earth, or I'm sorry, uh, mountain space, out of nowhere. Rock and roller coaster, nothing. If you want excitement, you go on this ride. Everyone close your eyes. <laughs> Uh, please step carefully onto the moving platform please step into the car for your safety remain seated throughout your journey keeping your hands arms feet and legs inside the car and please supervise your children stay clear of the doors which will open and close automatically welcome aboard the tomorrowland transit authority people mover your quiet and carefree highway in the sky we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland. It's my favorite ride. <laughs> Along the way, you can preview many of the exciting places you'll want to be sure to enjoy today while visiting this land of tomorrow. The People Mover is the perfect vehicle for people watching. That's creepy. So keep your eyes peeled. You never know who you might see. Hey, Coming up, Stitch's hey, greatest hey, 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 baby, <laughs> ba baby, it's a dark ride. Baby, it's a dark ride. No one's gonna see. Come on, just give it a little light. Give it a tug. Give it a tug. Come on, it's okay. <laughs> no one's gonna see. Coming up, Stitch's Great Escape, where you can report for duty as a security agent for the Galactic Federation. Your mission is to keep Experiment 626, the biggest little mischief maker in the galaxy that isn't the president, under control. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Tomorrowland Transit Authority proudly presents Progress City, Walt Disney's dream for the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. I'm Walt Disney. This is my experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Not a damn piece of this is going to be coming into play in the future. There will be a purple dragon a lot of people will get mad about, though. <laughs> If, I'm just going to skip that. If your future includes shopping, then you'll want to visit Mickey's Star Traders, where you'll find the greatest goods from around the galaxy. That's right! Give me your money! <laughs> <laughs> At the Tomorrowland Speedway, put the pedal to the metal and speed toward the checkered flag in a very own race car at seven miles an hour. 
Young or old, this is your chance to drive in the fast lane at seven miles an hour. Daddy, what's that gasoline smell? Will that kill me? Probably, son. Get in. Um, We are now entering one of the real wonders of our world, Space Mountain. Blast off on a high-speed outer space adventure and careen through the cosmos. I love... So you never rode flight. You you were you're too young to have ever done. Well, neither of us is old enough to have done flight to the moon. But I did mission to Mars. Yeah. Which if if you've never have you ever seen like footage of like mission to Mars or flight flight to the moon? How, how no. it worked? Uh. Uh-uh. You rode Stitch though. Did you do Stitch? No. Fuck that. Absolutely you never not. Stitch. So it's a. Have you have you seen video of Stitch? Right. It's the yeah. in the round and the Stitch is in the middle. Well, f- Mission to Mars was the same thing, except in the middle was a giant screen that was pointing, like, down, and there was yeah. one on the ceiling, and so it was like, oh, you're flying to Mars, and so you would see, like, the Earth below you and Mars above you. Yeah. But uh, that's where uh, Tom Morrow and Mr. Johnson uh, come from in the... Uh, Paging the Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow, please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower to confirm your flight to the moon. I can't. I can't do the star uh, star title music. Welcome back to Tomorrowland. Be sure to visit Space Mountain while you're here for an adventure that's out of this world. Almost never built Space Mountain. It almost, it, it wouldn't have gotten built. It literally would not have gotten built if um it wouldn't have if they wouldn't have already had like the concrete in the ground before the oil embargo in like '74 hit. Oh yeah, they were like yeah. We gotta keep going. It's like already like they had all the concrete down, but otherwise, if it would have been like six months sooner, that we would not have Space Mountain probably. Yep. For a different high flying adventure, hop on board the Astro Orbiter. Pilot your own spacecraft as you take a spin around the planet and ascend to otherworldly heights. Dad, Dad, don't they have like three different versions of this exact same ride in this theme park? <laughs> yes, son, but you're gonna ride each and every one of them. We're now approaching Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Inside this rotating th- theater, four families welcome you to sleep as you listen to them <laughs> talk about you. <laughs> Starting back at the turn of the 20th century. First presented at the New York World's Fair, this legendary circular theater celebrates the progress that has made our lives better using General Electric products. It's a perfect reminder that there's always a great, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Calling all space rangers. This is Buzz Lightyear. Uh, 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 uh. Report to your star cruiser and join me on this daring space mission against the evil Emperor Zerg. I don't want to say anything, but in the cartoon, Stark, uh, Buzz Lightyear's Star Command, he was voiced by a certain other actor. Oh, that's right. No, I'm going I'm to bring him out in a few minutes. Oh. It's okay. As an honorary space ranger, you'll use your own personal laser cannon that barely works to save the entire galaxy. Those, those bad, like, buying large batteries or whatever. This time, it's laughter they're after at Monsters Incorporated. So drop in and join Mike Wazowski and all his pals at Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor at the MILF. Come and join them at the MILF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good. good. Keep it moving. We're on a tight schedule here, Wazowski. 
Thank you for joining us on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. It's been a pleasure to have you aboard with us. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And stay clear of the doors. Look, this is the fucking monorail guy. For the love of God, <coughs> stand clear of the doors. It, have it I not made be, this clear? I don't think it is now, but it, in the in the before 2009 version, I think it was Pete Renaday that did the TTA spiel. It was better than this one. I like that one better. Jesus! Just getting him then, Jim. All right. Well, Jim, I think we've not gone exciting enough. I think we need to go to the most exciting thing I've ever ridden at any Disney park. This ride brings excitement no matter what. Man, I don't know if Primeval World has a spiel. <laughs> that was that was exciting in a different way. That's an exciting in a do I have to go to the hospital after this kind of way? <clears throat> Hello, welcome to Soren. My name's Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with some important safety information. With the doors to your flight open, please take a seat and store all carry-on items in the underseat compartment. This includes cameras, purses, hats, and of course, these little beauties. It doesn't say what that is, and I only wrote this once, so it's real creepy just to be like, these little beauties right here. <laughs> Next, fasten your seat belts, inserting them into the buckle on your right. If smaller aviators don't measure up to the height indicator on the seat, just put the belt through the loop and have them pray to their god. <laughs> nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne, so if you or your little aviators have a fear of flying or heights, you might want to wait for your party at the arrival gate. Okay, let's review. That is seat, seat belt, carry-on items, safety strap, fear of heights, keep your arms and legs inside at all times, uh, anything else? Oh yeah, have a great flight. <laughs> and then when three poor Baudelaire orphans rode this one day, their parents fell out. And those three orphans are now destined to live running from Count Olaf. Um, yeah, and then there's no words for Soren. It's just fucking, you like orange groves? Here you go. From, from what I can tell, when he says these little beauties, he points at like a, uh, an overweight middle-aged man with Mickey ears, and he's pointing at his Mickey ears. <laughs> That's great. And the guy ah! looks at him like, are you kidding me, you mother... You piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. I didn't want people to know about that. Have a that Snickers thing. bar. Oh, well, that was the best way we could possibly end the great op-at theater. Although I did try to look up the entire script for Fast and the Furious Supercharged does not exist. I found no one's no been willing to write it enough to get all that, to get all that down. No, th th this is not a joke. I found a script, and it's from the Hollywood version. They scripted out the first two scenes, but then the part that gets into the actual ride, they didn't script. They're like, we're not gonna deal with this. So, like, none of none of Dwayne The Rock Johnson calling someone cookie puss, no bigger gun moment. It was very boring. It's actually, if you try to record it, like, with a handheld recorder, you just get static. Yeah! Like, like the Voidfish got it, and that's... <laughs> That was the first thing they fed when they discovered the Void Fish, was the existence of Fast and the Furious Supercharged. That is that is going to appeal to a very, very slim, slim sliver of our audience right there, but I don't care. It's okay. 
But for now, Jim, it is time yeah, to like end. Yeah, like Sidcott. Yeah, it is time to end it all. And I don't mean just the, I mean my life. I just mean this whole thing, because holy shit, Sitcot has destroyed me emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And, but, and, you know, Jim, I'm just getting real depressed lately, and I know you're hearing this, and you can hear the blues are calling to salad and scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah. Don't know the next words of the song. <laughs> it just went into the Adams fan, or the Munsters, I think, all the <laughs> Uh, but yes this is the very last episode and we are building the biggest most important ride in all of sitcot and that is of course a ride dedicated to fraser which i did a little bit of surprisingly some research on fraser before this i didn't watch an episode of it though because i was afraid to do that but if (laughs) if you're wondering it's like criminal minds it's very gory I love the fact that there's a phonetic pronunciation of Frasier on the Wikipedia page. It says Frasier, and then in parentheses, Frasier. <laughs> uh, let's see. It premiered the same year as my birth, so that's unfortunate. But, like, the weird thing is, this Wikipedia page is definitely written by people who were fans of Frasier. Because the first thing you see is the animated logo, and it says the Frasier title screen from the first half of the first season has a lit antenna spire at the top of the space meat, the space needle. One of the classic animated gags. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's pretty funny. Well, I guess well, what uh, apparently what I read when I did my research was that I guess like the Simpsons, like every season they changed the intro a little. So yeah. they, like the, get the skyline would change. So I guess you could tell if you're watching syndicated reruns, what season you're getting yourself into. Jesus. Well, then I went into the character descriptions and those are the most Frasier thing I've ever read. Kelsey Grammer as Frasier Crane, a radio psychiatrist. He's a pedantic, finicky, overscrupulous, and sometimes pontifical man. I understood three words of what I just said. Growing up with a college graduate. (laughs) Growing up with a cultured mother and average Joe father, Frazier epitomizes a synthesis of upper class sophistication, yet is still capable of working class enjoyments. Who wrote this? He's old Sheldon. That's what he is. After returning to Seattle, he begins embracing his more cultured background, but developed a more snobbish and haughty self, possibly due to rekindling his relationship with his brother, Niles Crane. Despite his pretentious demeanor, Fraser has a good heart and strong moral compass. Who the fuck is, is it, this Shakespeare man writing Does it this? mention that he, that he was going back to Seattle to hide after trying to kill Bart Simpson? Yeah. Uh, John Mahoney as Martin Crane, Frazier and Niles' father, a down-to-earth and unpretentious Seattle police detective who was forced to retire from the force due to a gunshot wound to his hip. Due to this injury inhibiting him from living alone, Martin is forced to accept Frazier's invitation to live with him upon Frazier's return to Seattle. Though his sons share very little in common with him, in terms of hobbies and personalities, their relationship deepens over the seasons. Martin's relationship with his Jack Russell Terrier, Eddie, beer drinking, and his pea green recliner are a perpetual source of irritation for Frasier. This sounds like the least funny show in all of existence, Jim. Well, I mean, if you had to pick the character from Cheers to spin off, wouldn't you pick this one? I was about to say Tony Shaloub's, and then I remembered that was Wings, and then I remembered he already <laughs> got a show. 
So, keeping in the theme of this season where I just phoned it the fuck in every single week, I've now come up with the ultimate way to phone things in, Jim, which is through a roll of the dice. I've looked up something, and it's every ride at Walt Disney World ranked, and I've pulled up a dice roller. I'm going to roll two D6s, and using those, I'm <laughs> going to find a ride, and that's going to be what I have to make a Frasier ride around. Oh, man. Dinosaur. Uh, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. First digit is a three. Second digit, five. Okay, so 35. Let's see what Frasier's about to be. Oh, it's not Astro. Oh, finding Nemo the Musical. Uh, Turtle Talk with Crush. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's Mission Space, bitch! <laughs> okay. So, Frasier... Mission Space Needle. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yes, it's called Mission Space Needle. So, you know, the main plot of the show is Frasier doing his fun advice show because basically he was the first podcaster. And that upsets me <laughs> that that's kind of the heritage of where we've come from. Uh... But you know, the thing no one really talks about is all of his fun, wacky inventions. Frasier used to love to get up and get into some crazy inventions. And one day, and this is the pre-show video, is you see Niles walking in and Frasier's just like, Niles, get out of my laboratory. And Niles is like, what are you working on? And like, Niles dances over. And he's like, I'm working on something to finally get father out from underneath our, our wings. And that's when the camera pans over and you see that green recliner, a tiny dog, and a beer-drinking old police officer in the middle of a rocket. And then that's when he's just like, but you see, Niles, there's actually more than one, uh, there's one more than one space on here. Uh, we do need someone to test it before I send father up to make sure that he won't die. I just want him out of our hair. I don't want him to die. And that's when you're sent in. And you have to take the father's place in it, and you get launched into space, and there's, like, fun Frasier jokes on the whole way up, and then once you arrive on the moon, there's a secondary Cheers, and there's a new Cheers up on, up on the moon, and you go in and you meet an alien version of Frasier Crane, and that Frasier Crane sees the picture of his Earth self and is just like, I think I figured it out, boys. I know what I must do. And he, now this is where we deviate from the mission space vibe a little bit. Now we're going to get into an alien extraterrestrial adventure kind of vibe, which is where the ship starts to shake, water splats in your face as like an alien head, a Frasier shaped alien head pops down like out of your cockpit. You're like, oh no, oh no, he's in the ship. He's in the ship abort. Ship flies back up, and then you land on Earth. And you know, there's a lot of pre-cue videos. There's not many post-cue videos, Jim, but this <laughs> one does have a very lengthy... Like, imagine the end of uh, Great Movie Ride, where you sit there for roughly seven hours and just watch clips of just random movies uh, over and over again. And that's what it's like, except what it's revealed is a Planet of the Apes-esque takeover 
where the aliens that all look like Frasier, they start out by taking body snatching Frasier. Then they start body snatching others. And now you see Niles and Niles is kind of like your last big warrior. He's fighting. He's fighting to get past. He, he finally defeats them. And then he wakes up the next day. And he just kind of stumbles out. And the battle was epic. It was like on a star sea cruiser. This is a very long <laughs> post cue video. And you see him, he like washes up on the beach. And he's just like, oh my god, I survived. I can't, I guess this could be part of the ride too. Maybe Niles helps you out once you get back to Earth. It's, and the, it's like the end of Spaceship Earth, like as you're going back down, this is what you're watching. <laughs> yes! And so you see Niles, and Niles is exhausted. <laughs> and he just stands up. And he looks over, and he sees the half-buried carcass of the Statue of Liberty, except it's got Frazier's head. And Niles goes, they blew it up! Damn you! Damn you all to hell! And that's the last thing you see. Like, the end of uh, Kong Skull Island, the end of that ride, where there's the giant King Kong, that's where you pass by the fucking giant Frasier Statue of Liberty that we make. This isn't gonna be some screen bullshit. There's gonna be a real Statue of Liberty that looks like Frasier to end this. I had to look and see if Frasier, the show, ever did a plan to the apes parody thing and that doesn't appear that they ever did and then you remembered it was Frasier that you were looking up that was the moment you went oh yeah probably not Frasier and parody doesn't go together unless it's like the Simpsons parodied uh, Frasier I think they did I, I think Frasier did I mean it was a sitcom it does have the word comedy in the that's I'm not to, saying it's great I mean Big Bang Theory is also the technically Simpsons. a comedy yeah, but, like, I don't think they had, like, a fun Halloween episode where they're getting chased by some sort of demon. They had, a, they had an episode where, like, Frazier had a nightmare that, like, he, he, like a David Lynch fucking nightmare. And, like, Niles had a nightmare where he was, like, trying to take care of a baby and he drops it and it shatters, like, glass... Yeah, you want for a twenty-year-old show. Yeah, you want to go back to that whole argument that this is a comedy, Jim? After you're just <laughs> like, he drops a baby. All right, now on to you. What did you do? Because you apparently know what Frasier is, unlike me. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna start at the uh, the bottom of my list and work my way up. Uh, my first idea was literally uh, Frasier and Niles doing pianos. The scariest sentence in the world to me is the fact that you have a fucking list. You were like, no, we need more than one. We got to fill up a whole section of this park. We got Frasier land. Um, uh, my second idea was to take the carnival ride, the tornado, where you're like spinning like around in a circle, but also flipping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And combine that essentially with like a VR experience, but... Instead of doing, uh, and it would be like playing a game based on him taking psycho, like, like doing his radio show, but you're getting spun in a circle. Imagine playing Papers, Please. If you, you, in a blender. You've created my personal hell. 
You've created my personal hell, which is you're going to get fucking spun around and shit and yeeted out of the air while listening to bad talk radio. That's what you've just created. No, you actually, yeah, you have to, no, you're basically playing the part of Frasier. <laughs> That's worse, because then I have to be Frasier. Yeah, and this, this ride will take like 45 minutes, so you're getting flipped a lot. Yeah. Uh, third idea, and what I think would destroy the entire park, is the, what I think is the most Frasier thing I can come up with, which is the Frasier Stunt Spectacular parkour experience. <laughs> yes! See, I, so I feel like it would be a, an Indiana Jones-style stunt show with starring Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce. Absolutely. Or at least they're stunt, like, stuntmen. Stunt Frasier, yes. <laughs> and Stunt Niles, yes. They could have Stunt Maris, but that wouldn't actually be a person because they never saw her on the show. That's so it, wait, it, how's that yeah. wreck in the park though? Is it just going to be like uh, some... I feel like it would? They would, uh, they would realize like fourth wall breaking, realize what they're doing, and they would just like set off some kind of explosion, like like an old school like Looney Tunes style, push a freaking plunger down. No, 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 no. Blow the whole place apart. Here's what happens: the show starts off as normal, and they're like. What about? I wanted to do Frasier Fear Factor, since that's not a universal anymore. If Frasier Factor. They would, they would bring people on stage, and they'd have to eat, uh, toss salad, and scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Here's how that part gets destroyed, Jim, is the fact that you've got your stunt Frasier and your stunt Niles, and they're getting ready, and then all of a sudden just a fucking explosion happens in the distance, and then that's when you hear... And through the smoke and fire, out walks Harold Scott Moore fucking Jr. That's me, by the way, holding my lightsaber at my side. <laughs> <laughs> and I just start fucking, du- fucking Duel of the Fates is playing on a boombox. And I have to just Blake's holding it above his head and wearing a Yeah, and I'm just gonna like... Just battle it out with Frasier and Niles. Whoosh, whoosh. And then, like, my very... And there's explosions going off across the entire yeah, part. They're, they're deflecting your blows with their pretentiousness. <laughs> yes. And then, the, like, the very last... I've killed Niles at this point. And uh, <laughs> I, I now have Frasier down. The entire park is in ruins. And I've got my lightsaber and i guess niles's lightsaber because he had one as well and i've just got him double crossed across frazier's neck and i'm like now everything i've done is coming back to me and then i just look over and you're there and i'm like what and you just go do it (laughs) do it and i behead frazier Put his head on a pike, and then me and you walk arm in arm out of this garbage-ass theme park we've created. I feel so vindicated right now just for that one moment of me fucking saber-fighting with the cast of Frage. Can we, can, can we save Eddie the dog, please? No, the dog... Actually, hold on. No, fuck you. The dog's the one who tells me to do it. The (laughs) dog is the one who tries to bring it in. He's like, this is now Eddie's show, baby. Yeah, Darth Darth Eddie is this. Yeah! (laughs) You don't know... Have you heard the the tale of... Darth Darth Eddie is the wife! (laughs) I I, I can see why you wouldn't. That's more of a Wings story. (laughs) 
And here comes fucking Lowell. <laughs> I hate toss salad and sand, scrambled eggs. It's coarse and gets everywhere. You'll never win, Fraser. I have the high ground. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, Jim, we've done it. We finally destroyed the worst mistake of our entire lives, and I feel so justified. Uh, for everybody at home, we are going to be taking our customary one-week break to, at this point, exercise the demons from our body of this season and come back fresh and new and after my, my that. Si- my sins will be paid to Animal Crossing. Yes. That fucking little raccoon son of a bitch. I hate him so much. But until then, Jim, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at apparently smart. And you Go can find, find my book. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S E O T T Y E M O. You can buy all my books on Amazon, or be sure to check out the BS Book Club. It should be coming out. The first episode should be out tomorrow, and it's essentially audiobooks of all of my different novels. If you've ever wanted to check out BS versus the Gods, we're gonna have it oh, up there. I thought it was gonna be you and Blake reading like Little Women and talking about it. Oh God, no! That would be so much better, though. No, it's audiobook reading. So we're doing BS versus the Gods first. We're gonna release five chapters a week and then we're gonna do my Quiesel Court books it, we might put gems in there eventually I don't know but we're gonna have a lot of fun stuff on there for you to check out on the BS book club and you can find that online at a load of pure BS.com ladies and gentlemen in addition to our audio dramas like deviant that just had its season finale we are super proud of that show it took a lot of hard work from a lot of people and a lot of last-minute deadlines but we made some great stuff out of it or check out the brand new show JWF Monday night ignition do you like pro wrestling but just don't like all of the watching you just want to hear it (laughs) just want to hear that show check out jwf monday night ignition it is audio drama it is pro wrestling it's audio wrestling ladies and gentlemen and of course remember to support us on patreon patreon.com slash a load of bs is the website where you can get access to our exclusive show faq where jim and i talk about some of our favorite theme park rides we released a uh, a little little teaser a few weeks ago of our figment episode and we just put up one on patreon that was muppet vision 3d and it's really fun and you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like ransom Meltzer. join the family become a bs moon marine by donating to patreon.com slash a load of bs but until next time remember to find jim and me on twitter at op at show that is spelled o-p-p-a-t-t S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?